Against the morning darkness, Jessie Ann Gable quietly lit the stubby candle. Its feeble light flickered in the mirror while she dressed. She pulled her stockings on, donned her chemise, debated about a corset, decided against it. She'd make too much noise getting it hooked. No one was likely to see her this morning anyway, and she'd be back before her mother even knew she'd left the house without it. She could move faster without a Grecian bend, as ladies' magazines called the posture forced by the stays and bustle. She guessed some thought an attractive look for a girl in 1907, emphasizing a small waist and a rounded derriere. Jessie claimed both, but had little time for either that morning, and timing mattered if she was to succeed. If Jessie didn't catch the moment, it wouldn't be for lack of trying. She spilled the dark linen skirt over her petticoat, letting it settle on her slender frame. She inhaled the lavender her sister Selma insisted be added when they made their own soap, something they did more often now since they'd moved to Winona, Minnesota. Selma was prone to sensuous scents, sensuous music, too, her husky voice holding people hostage when she sang. Jessie looked at her sleeping sisters. The candlelight cast shadows on the tousled hair of Selma, her younger sister, and on the nightcap that Lily, her older sister, always wore. It will keep you from catching vapors in the night, Lily claimed. Jessie pulled on the white shirtwaist. Even in sleep, they reflected who they were when awake. Selma, dreamy and romantic. Lily, organized and right. Always right. Jessie slept somewhere between them, literally. In life, she guessed she had a bit of both of those girls' practices in her. Selma would approve of Jessie's morning goal for its dreamy adventure. Lily wouldn't. But Jessie'd organized it as Lily would, leaving little to chance. She'd walked the route, knew the obstacles. She anticipated what she'd find when she got there, if she could make it on time. Luckily, there were only five buttons down the back of her blouse, close to the high neck. She considered waking Selma to help her button them, but decided against it. Selma would want the details and wake up Lily, who would question her judgment. Jessie would not lie. Lily would point out how ridiculous she was being, rising early and setting out for such foolishness when she had an important appointment in the day ahead. That should be your emphasis, Lily would say. She spoke as though she were Jessie's mother. Oh, she meant well. Older sisters did. That's what her mother told her. But still, Jessie was tired of having every person in the family older than she considered wiser and worldlier, too. So Jessie reached back and buttoned the blouse herself, then centered a beaded buckle belt on her tiny fifteen-year-old waist. Hat or no hat? Going out in public without her hat would be too casual. Someone just might question what she was doing, or worse, remember and tell her mother. She could get by without the corset, but she'd best wear the hat. She tossed a shawl around her shoulders, grabbed her shoes, then dropped one by mistake. She held her breath, hoping no one would wake. She blew out the candle and waited. Jessie, go back to sleep, Selma. What are you up to? 
Jessie moved to her sister's side of the bed and whispered, Don't wake Lily, all right? It's a secret. Can you keep a secret? Her sister nodded. I'm going on an adventure. Can I come too? Not this time, but I'll tell you all about it after you get home from school. Just don't tell, please. If Mama asks, just say you don't know, because you don't. Is it about a bow? You read too many of those stories in Woman's Home Companion. No boys, nothing like that. I better tell Mama. She pushed the quilt back onto the empty space where Jessie had slept. She won't like you going off by yourself in the night. No! Jessie looked at Lily to see if her loud whisper had awakened her. It's nothing. I'll be back before breakfast. All right, but you'll tell me everything? Everything necessary, Jessie said. Her sister settled back under the quilt, and Jessie picked up her shoe. She'd nearly crippled her adventure before it even started. She tiptoed past Roy's room with special quietness, careful of the oak floor that creaked at a certain place near the head of the stairs. Roy had hearing like their mother's. That woman could tell when any of them squabbled in the bedroom over a hairpiece, even when she was outside in the yard, hanging up clothes on the far side of the house while the wind blew. Sadness bordered Jessie's thoughts of her little brother like a photographic frame. Jessie slipped past his room, past her parents' door, out onto the porch with the swing, and sighed relief. Outside, Jessie inhaled the morning, late March and the promise of an early spring. Not long before flowers would poke their heads up through the crusty Minnesota ground. She heard a steamship whistle bawling its presence at Winona's docks along the Mississippi. The shawl would be enough to ward off the cold once she started walking, and the promised sun would warm her up when she stood still. Within an hour, dawn would offer up its gift, but would wait for only a few seconds for Jessie to receive it. After that, the shapes she wanted to capture would change, and soon the snow would be gone. The city would stop the burning, and she'd have to wait another year. She had little time to spare. She couldn't be late today. On the porch steps, she pulled on her high-button shoes over scratchy wool socks, then grabbed the heavy leather bag from behind the porch latticework where she'd placed it the night before. Her uncle, August Shep, had given her the bag and its precious cargo just last year, she supposed in memory of their time at the St. Louis World's Fair. It was her treasure. She drew the strap over her shoulder, centered the weight on her right hip, then set off, holding the bag out to prevent the bruises it often left behind. The corset might have been a help to support her back against the bag, but it was too late to think of that now.